0: Hi, this is John Nelson, and you guys are listening to The Dallas Soccer Show.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Dallas Soccer Show. I'm Dustin Nation. Well, there have been a lot of storylines at FC Dallas this season, to say the least. Uh, But one of the more fun storylines has been the emergence of John Nelson as a genuine contender for the starting left back spot. He came to FC Dallas as a draft pick out of the University of North Carolina, made his debut in the 2019 season, and has recently even begun starting on Lucci Gonzalez's back line and has really been impressive with his defensive performances. Heck, he even got his first MLS assist the other day. I met up with John virtually to learn a little bit more about him and his path here and just kind of have a fun chat. John's such a nice guy and it was indeed a lot of fun chatting with him. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Johnny Nelson. Hey, Johnny, thanks for joining me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on.
1: Uh, so... You've got a whole week without any games. Uh, what are you going to do with all that time?
0: Right, it's the first time, in, I think uh, a month, maybe. I know Lucci Lucci addressed it today as well. It's it's nice to get as a team all together and just train for a good three four days before a match. How it should be, but now it, it's super nice to to let the body um, physically physically rest with these um, off days. Um, obviously, training, but it, it's it's super nice.
1: Yeah. So besides, like you know, like the, the physical rigors of of having a game every four days, do do the COVID restrictions and the compressed schedule? Do they have a, an effect on like team cohesiveness and how y'all um, are able to kind of connect and 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 join bonds on the field?
0: Right. I think when the game started up again in in August, um, before that, it was definitely tough because there there were rules with. How many people can be in a locker room? And of course, our team chemistry in the locker room—it it, um, it, it's definitely tough to to be that family to when everyone's not allowed in there. But within the past month and a half, when the game started up again, you know, we're just following the rules of everyone wearing a mask in the in the locker room, um, and that means everyone can be in there at the same time, which is which is super nice to have. But I mean, of course, there's still rules in the gym and all that with the social distancing. But no, I think we've done really well to to keep the team chemistry and and stay as that, as that family in which, um, Lucci always addresses too, which is super important during these times.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, the family and the, uh, the, uh, there's been a lot of talk and we've kind of, kind of a lot of people have talked about the, you know, the, the Orlando thing and, um, before that there was a whole bunch of time where there was nothing going on and y'all were kind of restricted to the, your, um, your, what do they call it? The market, your, to your market? home Yes. Market. Yes. Were you able to go back and visit your family at all or, cause you're from uh, Ohio, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Ohio. So I was, uh, I was able to um, go back to my family, obviously, cause it's, it was in the U S and obviously I didn't fly. So I followed all the rules and I was able to drive home and it, it was super nice to be home with my family for a short amount of time for this pandemic, but it, it was super nice to, to, to go home. Obviously the foreign guys um, that they, they couldn't go home.
1: Yeah. A lot of the, the Academy players when that come from out of the area, like I know um, we talked to um, Brian or sorry, Chris Richards mom and uh, yeah. last year, and she talked about having a trans like a sponsor family here in the area. Do, right. do you, I mean, do you have a support system here?
0: No. Um, I mean, obviously when I got here, I was just put up in the team hotel with um, me and Cal Montgomery, who's actually my my roommate now we live together. Um, but no, I mean, um, I think it might be different with the Academy. Um, they might have, um, certain homes and certain families that they they can live with. But I mean, um, no, once I got here, I just, we, me and Cal found an apartment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's good that you know you've got Callum there, and you were able sure. to go home. So because that that time before Orlando could have been uh, could have been crazy without uh, without some interaction with other people.
0: <laughs> right. No. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So you're from you're from Ohio, and yeah. when people talk about you know so- soccer development hotspots. Um, you know, there's always talk of here in, in Texas and in California, New York City. But, you know, the Midwest is actually pretty strong uh, in development. You know, you've got uh, Christian Pulisic from that area yourself. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you think it is about the Midwest soccer that makes it so strong?
0: Um, you know, that's a really good question. I think a lot of people don't really realize how much, like you said, how much the Midwest produces um, you got your Pennsylvania area, the Ohio, the Chicago, the the Indiana, all that. I mean, I think it's, I think it's the the academies there and, and the clubs. Obviously, we're not the some of us aren't the biggest clubs like my club team the internationals. But I mean, I mean, look who we've produced over time the the Nagy Nagny Zanchofs. Um, I mean, and they're still coming through. You know, I, I do think the the clubs and the academies. I do think they do a really good job, even if we're not involved in NOS. Uh, I still think they do a really uh, good job with getting players to D one, D two, D three. Hopefully, more D one. But no, they do a really good job.
1: I uh, I mentioned Christian Polisic. I've seen some pictures of you and him. Are y'all yeah. are y'all buds? Y'all?
0: Yeah, no, we're we're close. Um, we got really close from the U seventeen U S national team down in Bradyton, Florida, from the residency program. Um, that's when we were U15, U16, and then U17. So we, we just, and obviously when he went to Dortmund, we stayed close, which was really nice. And I still get to talk to him a lot. And, um, no, yeah, I mean, Christian's a great guy, very humble. And we don't really talk about soccer when we, when we talk, (laughs) which is kind of funny.
1: That is, that is funny. Mm -hmm. And I, I think speaking of, of, uh, famous friends, I saw you at a North Texas game with hanging out with Weston McKinney. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean that- what
1: who else is on your your list of friends?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I was friends with a lot of people from that cycle. I mean, our cycle was was really good. We had a lot of amazing talent. I mean, Weston was through there, I mean, uh Zundejas, uh, Haji Wright, uh, Luca Della Torre. Uh and then throughout that cycle it was like me, Christian, Logan panchow um, Tommy McCabe, Will Plisic. Uh, Tanner Dietrich like that group that was a really good group
1: yeah sounds like sounds like a a lot of fun there Mm. um okay so so then you went so you went to UNC and you were there for two years yeah walk me through the decision to go pro and and leave UNC a little earlier
0: it was a really hard decision um I mean I think that was kind of my plan to maybe stay a year or two but of course, if if um, if I didn't get offered a Generation D's contract and had to stay the four years, that's that's no problem. I get to finish out my education, uh, for free from a great university, and get to play the best college soccer team. Uh, but no, it was a super tough decision for for me and my family. Um, but at the end, my dream is my dream was to play professional, and I'm loving it. I'm I'm doing well. So I mean, I, I think it just came down to that. I, I wanted, uh, to be a professional and I knew I was ready and I got offered with the GA, which is, um, a good, uh, a good route. So, yeah.
1: so when you, when you got to FC Dallas, um, I guess Matt Hedges is a UNC grad as well. Was yeah. there, was there any camaraderie there? Like that helped you form some bonds?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I, obviously I, I knew Matt, um, right when I got drafted, I knew like, a bunch of the younger kids like Reggie and Pax, but especially Matt. Um, so I got to talk to him about UNC and just like, and how it's changed and, and all that, but no, it it was definitely nice to have another Tar All
1: right. So, so fast forward a little bit, you, you, it's, uh, it's March of, of 2019 Mm -hmm. and, uh, FC Dallas is up in Columbus and you get to sub (laughs) on, uh, in front of your family, like talk, talk me through what that felt like.
0: That was one of the best days of my life uh, completely honest um I mean, it couldn't have been a better moment. I mean, obviously, we lost the game, but at that point, like I got to make my professional day de- de- debut in my home state um in front of my my family and my best friends, and the most important part was that they got to see that because they've given me the support throughout my whole um career through the through the ups and downs that they've been there for me, so that was a huge moment for me. It's just so happy.
1: Yeah. Maybe you can get some revenge for that loss on, uh, on Saturday. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so, so recently you've uh, been kind of, I guess one of the faces of the, of the club in some of the uh, and some of the marketing and some of the social media bits that they do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you've been prof a. Nelson, Nelson uh, yep. teaching andres ricarte some english yeah. and who uh who came up with that is it, and did you like uh, i
0: i didn't really i didn't come up with it i mean i didn't even know until a few days before it all started they just hey, we're going to do like a something with with you and uh Andreas and we think it's going to be really good and it's funny because i don't speak any spanish and he doesn't speak any english i mean obviously we're both learning but i think that's why it's the funny part
1: when you're communicating with the other players on on the pitch what um how big of a barrier is language in trying to talk? It's,
0: it's not too bad. I mean, obviously, the locker room is a lot a lot of English, and then there is a lot of guys that can, that can speak English and do well to get by with Spanish. So there is a lot that can, can um, say, uh, speak both. Um, so especially like Jimmy Maurer, uh, especially in the, when he controls our back line and like a Tiago or someone is saying some, something to me, it's either like a him or Reto kind Of explaining mm-hmm. what they're saying to me, and then on the field, I mean, like, we all know what the job is, and like, just like the little things we can definitely communicate, like, through our body language, pointing uh, the left shoulder, right shoulder, things like that. It, it's not too hard on the field, but then obviously, throughout training, they explain it English and Spanish.
1: Which of which of the, the players would you say has been the most influential and the most, um, I guess, the best of, best? teacher for you as you've come into the professional game?
0: I'd say right when I got drafted, it'd be um Jimmy Maurer, Kyle Zilbeck, uh, Ryan Hellingshead. Um, even though two of those guys are goalkeepers, but those guys are great guys and they're professionals. I look up to them a lot. Um especially the the Jimmy Kyle. I mean, they're just professionals. They they take care of their body. They're always staying after extra reps or in the recovery. Uh, in the weight room, and I, I'm always picking their brain, asking them old stories, asking them for advice. Even though we don't even play the same positions, I'm just learning every day from them. Honestly,
1: yeah. So, so not just on the field, the off the field stuff too. Off the field, yeah,
0: yeah, a lot of off the field things. Just how to be a pro.
1: Yeah. So they teach you like how to how to talk to the media and stuff like that, or
0: yeah, no, yeah, def- <laughs> uh, definitely media, and especially like the stories that they have um, throughout their career and. Um, what what they've been through it's 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 really cool but yeah especially with the media,
1: Thank you. yeah here's how you want to approach this this type of question, <laughs> um,
0: yeah yeah right right,
1: you're you're now a, a pro you've been at this a year and you've got those those voices that you can talk to, um, what's been the strangest part of that transition to being a pro like what is the thing that you you show up and you're like man this is really weird,
0: it, it is different. Um, I mean, this is my career now. Um, I mean, I get to wake up and do, go do something I love every day, which a lot of people I don't think get to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm really blessed for that, but no, I, I, it, it is weird. It's definitely different. Cause I mean, obviously with college, you, you have your, a full set of classes. You're always busy. Um, and then you, you play soccer. We're here. It's like, you know, you go in the morning, you train, um, you get it done and, and use rest, and obviously, um, it, it is a lot different. There's a lot of downtime.
1: Yeah. It, any any particular thing that was kind of unexpected that you you showed up and, and like, man, I didn't expect this from being a pro.
0: I think um, when I got here, I think um, what I wasn't really expecting, of course, our guys, everyone's close, you know, but of course, there's like clicks with clicks on the team and and all that with the you know your culture or whatever. So I think like compared to um, college and pro, uh, the locker room is just a little different. Like you might not be as close with other players in the team, but um, compared to college, you're kind of close with everyone in a sense. I mean, that's how my experience was. But here, I mean, obviously we respect everyone and on the field. We get the job done. But like in the locker room, you definitely have like your, your certain people. So it is different.
1: Yeah, I guess in college, everyone's kind of in the same phase of life. And right, exactly. The pros, exactly. you've got players with kids and players who are single. and
0: Especially our team here at Dallas, there's a lot of guys that are younger than me, and I'm 22 and I'm young. And then <laughs> there's a lot of guys that are like 26, 27 and above with obviously family and kids.
1: Yeah, you're you're new, but you're not the baby. <laughs>
0: I know, I'm not the baby at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: So do do the other players have a nickname for you?
0: Do the players have a nickname for me? Yeah. Um. No. No. I mean, people just call me um, Nelson or Nelly. Nelly. I guess Nelly. Yeah.
1: What's What's the funniest or the best nickname on the team?
0: Oh, that is a good question. Do we even have any nicknames? Oh, we have. Um. We, for some reason we we call Reynolds Raptor. He does like a <laughs> a funny like, not dance, but like a funny movement he would do like in the locker room sometimes. And it, I don't know why I think it's just hilarious, but yeah, raptor,
1: so they do the pretend like pretend to be a velociraptor, yeah, yeah, something okay.
0: like that, it's hilarious,
1: <laughs> you know, I think I might have seen that uh either on a yeah. Instagram video or, or something like I that, yeah
0: uh, those are
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um so so. Back to to kind of on the field, you've recently had kind of what we'll call it, you know, a good on the field battle with Johnny Russell. Um, Talk me through what that's like to kind of be locked into a a battle like that against a player who is, uh, you know, does really well.
0: Right. I knew um, it was going to be a very, very tough game, obviously playing away in Kansas City. And they, I think... They have one of the most goals in the league and their attack is very good. So I had a feeling we were going to be defending a lot. But, I mean, I was I was excited for the challenge to go against Johnny Russell, a player who's very good. and he, I think he's one of the best wingers in the league. And to show that I can shut down uh, a winger for the most part of the game and not let him get as many crosses or shots off not let him score, I think that's very impressive. And I think it, it kind of shows a lot of, of my confidence as, and how I'm growing, too, as a young player.
1: Yeah. when When you're... When you're facing a player, you know, on the field so much during the match, does, does frustration kind of get in there? Like if you're shutting him down or like, do you try to get into the other player's head at all or you just do your job?
0: With a player like that, um, I think how I get them frustrated off their game, you don't give them any space, any any fast winger. Like right when they get the ball, you're bopped right there. You're right on his back. Maybe – you kick them a little, you know, in the ankle, just kind of let them know you're here. Not like a yell or anything like that, but just kind of <laughs> let them know you're here. They get them frustrated. and Just a little tap. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, was there any, uh, you guys, are you a trash talker?
0: I am not. I don't think I've ever said anything in a game. I'm just like completely focused. Like I've had a lot of bad things said to me, but I I don't want to get to my head.
1: Gotcha. Uh, so, so the last question I've got for you, the, the FIFA 2021 rankings for players has, have come out. Do you pay attention to those at all? Have you seen yours?
0: I do not. I don't play FIFA at all. Honestly, I bought not? FIFA last year when I first was part of the game. I played with myself for 10 minutes and then I never played <laughs> the game since. What's, um, what's
1: that like playing as your, as yourself? Does that kind of surreal?
0: It is, it is for, uh, it is crazy. I mean, ever since I was a young kid, I'm, telling myself i want to be in fifa i want to be that pro and to play with myself it's 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 great but no i don't really look into the i mean the ratings like i honestly don't think fifa really knows i mean i think they gave reynolds like bad pace again
1: yeah i thinking um, of the 62 or something like
0: that just doesn't make sense like come on like that's not right like reynolds is Obviously very fast. No, I mean, it it is funny to joke around with each other. Like, honestly, I didn't even know until yesterday until Calum told me about, like, our ratings and, like, we just had a good laugh. They don't really know. I mean, yeah.
1: Gotcha. No no uh, hurt feelings there?
0: I mean, maybe a little, but deep down, like, come on. It's a <laughs> big <ability>. deal. Who cares?
1: <laughs> who, who's the – who on the team thinks or brags the most about their FIFA abilities?
0: I feel like all the young guys always talk about it. Like, Dante, Tommy, Reynolds, like, Brandon. Like, they don't really brag, but, like, they're always, like, talking about, like, their ratings. Like, and then, like, I'm just here, like, come on. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, like who cares? But it, it is funny to hear them talk about it.
1: Yeah. Any any of them actually good at the game?
0: That's a very good question. I do think – Jesus? I do think one of them actually plays FIFA a lot. But like I said, I don't, I don't play FIFA, So I, yeah.
1: I don't really know. I, yeah, I think Jesus, our, Jesus was on the, did play with the EMLS player a couple times on. Yeah, exactly. On yeah. So I
0: think he's good, but I think our team, like our, our like younger guys that play video games and the older guys too, I think they're more of uh Fortnite and call of duty.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, good luck on Saturday against Columbus.
0: For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. We'll see you out there.
0: Yeah, for sure. See ya.
1: Cheers. Thanks so much to John for taking the time out of his schedule to come on the show. We really look forward to seeing what comes of this guy's career for sure. All right. If this is your first time tuning into the show or you want to know the second our episodes come out, you can hit that good, good subscribe button in your podcast app. You can find us on Twitter as well as at Dallas Soccer Show, and even online. Our website's at DallasSoccerShow.com. We've got some articles that we started posting there, uh, so go take a look. Thanks for listening.